Business Desk Today is the podcast for New Zealand business leaders. Your daily business briefing from the team at businessdesk.co.nz. Kia ora and welcome to Business Desk Today, the daily podcast bringing you our top stories for the day ahead. It's Wednesday, the 14th of June. I'm your host, Murray Jones. Later, we'll take a look at controversy over pine forests and the latest trends in a declining property market. But first, the looming question of whether New Zealand will enter a recession. Rebecca Howard reports that economists are split on whether there will be a technical recession after 0.6% contraction in the December quarter, but the consensus is the economy is cooling. According to ANZ Bank, economic momentum is clearly slowing on the back of the rate hikes delivered by the Reserve Bank of New Zealand since late 2021. The central bank lifted the official cash rate to 5.5% in May and said the level of interest rates is constraining spending and inflation pressure. Westpac is not too fussed in its outlook, however, describing the economy as less overheated rather than weak, adding that a substantial cooling off period is needed to bring inflation fully under control. Looking at GDP per capita, Infometrics chief forecaster Gareth Kiernan estimated a contraction of 1.5% over the last six months. The focus of our next story involves something even smaller than New Zealand's potential GDP growth, microbes. Greg Hurrell reports that a new research project is hoping to find out whether New Zealand's plantation forests can measurably reduce net methane emissions from the microbes in their soil. The research by Scion will find out how much methane is consumed by a special class of bacteria known as methanotrophs. The Crown Research Institute, which specialises in forestry and wood-derived research, hopes its work will contribute to a better understanding of NZ's total emissions budget. Scion scientist and project lead Catherine Walker told Business Desk there had been little work done to date on how forest soils absorbed methane. It was known that forest soils did absorb more than pasture soils. But while forestry was being planted to absorb CO2, they could also be contributing to reducing net methane emissions, she said. The initial research will be carried out using methane flux chambers at three sites, with two near Christchurch and a third in the Kangaroa Forest on the North Island. According to the International Energy Association, Methane is responsible for around 30% of the rise in global temperatures since the Industrial Revolution. Methane from ruminant animals is responsible for 71% of New Zealand's total agricultural emissions. And now, a word from our sponsor. Ian Llewellyn reports that while planting more forests helps meet the country's carbon budget, concerns have been raised about the negative effects on productive farmland and rural communities. Forest owners earn carbon credits through the emissions trading scheme, but the government lacks control over the supply and price of these credits. There is also a risk that industries emitting greenhouse gases may choose to plant trees instead of reducing emissions if it is more cost-effective. The government previously considered restrictions on the credits earned by forests under the emissions trading scheme, but faced opposition, particularly for Maori forestry interests. After consultation, the government has confirmed changes to the National Environmental Standards for Plantation Forestry, granting local councils more authority to determine which land can be used for plantation and carbon forests. 
The amendments aim to strike a balance by empowering communities without impeding land sales or farmers' choices. The changes will also subject permanent pine forests to the same management regulations as plantation forests, allowing councils to impose stricter rules and consider broader impacts. Additionally, efforts are being made to transition from exotic species to indigenous forests over time to mitigate the environmental and monoculture concerns associated with pine trees. To the property market, and real estate asking prices are down on average by almost $100,000 on last May, but there are signs that life is returning to the market for the first time in two years. Brent Melville reports that the latest data from property auction site TradeMe showed an average national asking price of $850,150 last month, which, while down 10.5% year-on-year, reflects a levelling out from the 10.9% falls across the prior two months. TradeMe property sales director Gavin Lloyd said the slower pace of decline, alongside the seeming end of interest rate rises, gives some promise that buyers and sellers will have more certainty heading out of the winter months. Auckland has experienced the biggest post-pandemic correction, with prices down 13.2% year-on-year on TradeMe's index, surpassing Wellington. Data from property analytics firm CoreLogic showed values were down across all the city's 195 suburbs over the past year, with 107 of those suffering losses of at least 10%. Another signal the market is close to the bottom of the price cycle is ASB's housing confidence survey for the April quarter, showing a split down the middle on whether it's a good time to buy. That's in marked contrast to a year ago, when most respondents agreed it was a bad time to buy, with fear of overpaying and rising mortgage rates as key concerns. And do check out our media reporter Daniel Dunkley's analysis of the potential repercussions for every part of the media with its proposed all-powerful watchdog to police online content. Turning to the markets, and the S&P NZX 50 index rose 37.3 points, or 0.3%, to 11,652.84. Across the whole share market, there were 67 gainers and 58 decliners on volume of 31.7 million shares worth $118 million. Have a great Wednesday. 